Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from New York, it's a show that's wishing you a happy Labor Day. It's first things first today. Coach Prime delivers, but are the Buffaloes 100% for real? Meanwhile, Team USA loses. How worried should we be? Uh Uh-oh. Kind of. And finally, who has the prince dethroning Patrick Mahomes? Can't lose. Noted and respected writer, Peter King. I gave it away. Oh. But still, we discuss later on. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, something. do you have an issue with Peter King of Monday Morning Quarterback? No, I have an issue with, once again, on this television show, my colleagues treating something as news that I've been saying for months. Oh, the Jags could be the one seed. You guys laugh <laughs> at say me. Could. Peter King he, says it. He said Peter he's King be, he says said he's it. And all of a sudden, no, that's not what he said. And all of a sudden, we're leading the show with it. said they'll win the AFC. No, they said he'd be the one seed in the AFC. He actually has the Bills winning the AFC, sir. Read the whole article. No, not know what I mean. You, regular <laughs> season <laughs> champion. <laughs> We start with believing in the Buffaloes. Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes went into TCU and announced they were for real. Rolling the Horned Frogs 45-42. Deion also, Brew, keeping receipts. Take a listen. Yeah, I love yeah. it. You believe that? You, you, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. Do you believe that? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. I read through that bull junk you wrote. Down. I read through that. I sifted it through all that. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. Do you believe? <laughs> I sifted through it. He doesn't read it. I sifted, man. I barely read it. I'm not giving you the credit to read that bull jump. All right. So the question to you, bro, is do you believe in Coach Prime in the Buffalo? Do I believe? Here's what I believe. And I say this in full sincerity. We were talking before the show just a minute ago, but Deion Sanders is special. Special. And I don't mean just because he's a world-class athlete or was a world-class athlete mm-hmm. in two sports. Like, he, he, hit, he hit 533 in the World Series. <laughs> so this guy was world-class in both sports, baseball and football. But I don't mean that. I mean every once in a while, there, especially we're talking sports, there is someone who is special beyond just their ability. Muhammad Ali I'd say LeBron James right now, like mm-hmm. what he does off the court. I really believe LeBron James could one day be president of the United States if he wanted to. I don't know that he wants to, but if he did, I, I really think he could win it. And Deion Sanders is in that group where his strength of personality, his confidence, his joy is just infectious and his knowledge of the game. And coaching ability. Now, we've always talked about how very few, like, all-time great players translate to being great coaches or talent evaluators. 
This, he's an exception because he's clearly a great coach. Jackson State, where he coached the HBCU, he went 27-6, and six, and they had not had a winning season in six years before he got there. He just automatically turned him around. So I believe in Coach Prime. I believe in his son, Shakur Sanders, the quarterback. I believe in uh, Travis Hunter, the <laughs> receiver quarterback. Yeah, or uh, Cornerback. Cornerback. Yeah. And I believe in the Edwards kid. I think it was Dylan Edwards who was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And here's the last thing I'll yep. say, Nick. I believe he's already turned the program around. Now, I'm not predicting Pac-12 championship, yep. playoff appearance, anything like that. But he has already turned them into a legitimate top college program like they were one in 11 they were one in 11 and the team they played was in the national championship game so they were they weren't one in 11 the no, the no, Colorado but the program. Ran, yeah, of the, course, the uniform was one of them. Yes, but, right. But the, the reason it's a whole different program is because of Prime. Yeah. Right. And I and understand TCU. For that. Right. And I understand TCU doesn't have Max Duggan. I get all that. But geez, this was okay. Colorado has not beaten a team ranked this highly since 2009. No coach in FCS history since the FCS FBS split 45 years ago has won their debut as a 20 point dog until Coach Prime did it, other than interim head coach. So that's the context for what we just saw. But once again, and I was smiling when Brew was talking, because he and my our wavelengths, without saying a word to each other before the show until five minutes ago, right. we're exactly aligned. LeBron for president. Which is... Probably. That too. That too. This is a good line, Wilds. Um, Sports Illustrated will probably write a story about Bruce saying LeBron could be president. Um, Deion Sanders is writing a sports story that's never been written. And if we are talking about... You know sometimes when we talk about Kareem... And we say, did he have the greatest basketball life? Right. High school, college, pro. Mm-hmm. It, not the GOAT debate, just yes. the greatest basketball life. The answer is yeah. yes. It's kind of undeniable. Deion Sanders is making an argument for the greatest American sports story ever. Deion, think of, just let me, let me make the case for a moment. Okay. Deion Sanders one of the greatest college players in the history of the sport, Mm -hmm. is a part of the greatest top five of a draft in NFL history. His top five had Troy Aikman, Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas, and himself as four of the picks. He then went on to become arguably the single greatest defensive player in NFL history, Mm -hmm. inarguably the greatest at his position, while having a side gig that lasted 10 years of being a damn good Major League Baseball player. Hit 260 doing that. He now has a chance to join a list of, like, Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Mike Ditka, of all-time legendary players who were good to great coaches. Russell was a player coach, obviously. Right. And Bird it didn't do great and, just and, as by, a coach. Right. right. Bird, yeah. it was short, but three right. years, took the Pacers to the finals. And obviously, Ditka, one of the greatest tight he's the best example, one of the greatest tight ends ever, and then a great coach. Dion, Bruce said 27-6, and six, but it was even better than that at Jackson State. Because three of those losses and all of his conference losses came in his first year, which was the COVID right. year. His two full years there, they were 
23 and one, I believe, or 23 and 23 and three. Yeah, 17 yeah. game win streak. Yeah, yeah. 23 and three, undefeated in the conference, and it is to see. And by the way, I didn't even include the fact. Oh yeah, while he was the greatest corner ever, he also moonlighted not just as baseball player, but as maybe the best kick returner ever and an occasional yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. Right. Like, and so there's just no sports story if he becomes. A great coach, which he is clearly so far, becoming. For sure. And mm-hmm. he, Wild, you said it to me, like, what do you need to be a great college football coach? Well, he's obviously a great recruiter. Yeah. He's got 86 new Tremendous players. Tremendous recruiter. Yeah. So here's the question for you, Brew. And motivator. And motivator. I mean, the speech, the speech got me he's got every level the uh, motivational skills, the recruiting skills, and understanding and the, the game. Ability. Yeah. And, and everybody, look, and, and I won't name names, but I've talked to like influential players in the league or their representatives, like in the NBA or something, who are still playing. And I said, well, why don't, why doesn't he talk, or why don't you talk to so and so, a player, yeah. or talk to these guys and teach them this? And they said, they don't want to, they don't want to hear from us. They're not listening. People are listening. Kids, young kids, are listening to Deion Sanders, like he still resonates. Not every Hall of Fame player can talk to today's younger generation and have them really He's hear. He's been able to stay attached to the culture yeah. in a way that is almost impossible for people so, his age. So. Do you think Dion is one of the questions that I have here is who does this open the door for where Hall of Fame players who might want to get into coaching? We've seen it in basketball have a See, moderate success. Like Patrick Ewan just got fired from Georgetown. Right, no. Penny Hardaway, we we're like, oh, Penny, here that, we go. And that didn't really take off the way we thought. Versus this, Penny that was, was doing similar because he was coaching yeah. younger kids. Like Dion started coaching, but there's no. Kids. I feel like there's been more excitement in the last twelve hours. For you, can, I don't think we can look at this and say who's next. I, who's that's what this, I was right? going to say. That he's one of one. When Jeff yes. Saturday became the coach, <laughs> tro- coach. No, hold on. Okay, and won the first game. Right? Didn't they? Yeah. They won the first game. Yes. And we on our the radio show, the Odd Couple, we had we were interviewing former players, and some of them were like, see. We told you these guys don't need to be assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. We know the game better than most of the coach. All that stuff, and we saw what happened from that point on with Jeff Saturday. Obviously, he knows the game, but it's more than just knowing the game. So, I'm, I, like Nick said, I don't. There'll be someone eventually, but I don't think we can predict that there's going to be another one anytime soon. Before we move on to the players, mm-hmm. can, can we discuss for a moment what we talked about right when I saw you about if he, how long he stays at Colorado? Well. It, it's less about how long, yes, but also really, if if Dion, this is what I truly believe, one game into his tenure. If Dion wanted to, like I watched, we all watched LSU get their teeth kicked in this weekend, right? And the, the right there. well, so think about it. I just I, if Brian Kelly is an unimpeachably excellent college football coach. There's nobody could argue against it. He has a great record. How do you think Nick Saban – do you think Nick Saban and Kirby Smart, if they got to decide, like, hey, next year, Kelly stays or Dion takes over at LSU, what do you think they're rooting for? Because I'm – of course. And that – because I am – if you – the – I am not doubting Dion's X's and O's coaching. I do think for every college football coach, that is the third most important thing. Right, they all – I think the most important thing is – 
Can you get the players? And the second most important thing is what he might be one of one in the world at, which is firing up 18 to 21-year-olds moments before and getting them going. And I'm I'm like everybody watching these videos like, man, let's go. Like, And so I just feel like... 22 years old. The, yeah. <laughs> the, um, I, don't, I mean, it just... If he were at a program that already has institutional advantages, yeah. I feel like he... Man, he may be and able maybe to he'll challenge do it himself. Nick Saban for recruiting. For sh- I mean, pretty challenge. Bro, he's already done. It. I think he, yeah. yeah, like going forward, Just absolutely to, not to be like Mr. Coldwater. Yeah, they did allow 541 yards. Well, yeah, at zero tackles for a loss. But, they got Nebraska and Matt Rule up next, so this isn't like Matt no, Rule's supposed to be on the come up. He just they, lost to Minnesota. They're project. They were projected to finish 11th in the Pac-12. And they, they were supposed to get beat by 20. That's, the, that's what – you're they, right. If they were they, favorites in this is, game, you'd be looking at it totally they, differently. Their projected the win total. To if you wanted to bet on the Buffaloes this year, on their team, on their over-under, you know how many games you had to win? They had to win for you to win your bet all year? Four. Oh, their projected win total was that. three and a half right. as of 36 hours ago. Here's the other thing, Wiles, because, yeah, they, they yeah. part of you is feeling like, man, like even Dion's the clip we showed, it's just game one. Yeah. You, know, you need to be careful no, because other and people have, keep receipts too. But I, what I like when I saw in Dion is he was kind of like with the players, like, you know, we really haven't done anything yet. Like, he was keeping it in perspective. And they have a tough schedule. They've got five more games against right, ranked teams. But he's teams. keeping yep. it in yep. perspective. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Colorado they should State, not get the big Oregon game. put up 81 points yeah. against Portland State. Yeah. And then Caleb and then Utah to close the year. Okay. Yeah. Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter put on a show. First, Shador, 38 for 47, 510 yards and four touchdowns. Meanwhile, Travis Hunter Ooh. caught 11 passes for 119 yards. And he also grabbed an interception. Teammates saw their Heisman odds skyrocket, but currently tied uh, for 13th. Caleb still 13th. 13th. A lot of college football. I mean, a lot they of players. Went, yeah, and they went from being basically off the map entirely for the Heisman because the team was supposed to win four games. Oh, I got issues. But I mean, the, I mean, Travis Hunter, a brew. I'll let you take it. I mean, those of us that care about the glorious long history of being the rivals' number one ranked player in the country. Like the Prince and like some others, we none of us are, are surprised because the I'm sure there's a lot that have not even well, panned I, we're out. Ta- I, I, listen, let's let Travis Hunter have his moment. I mean, the guy played 111 snaps. I think saved the game. I think oh, a goal man. line pick. Say, yeah. you know what I mean? I, at that moment, it felt like okay, good, good try, good effort, Colorado. And tra- listen, and so and obviously, Dion's kid throwing for a school record. I mean, Joel Klatt played quarterback at that school. They've had some really good players. I'm not joking. I was, I was, I'm not joking well, at all. What's I his name uh, from the Steelers? Yeah, no, of, of course. Uh, Cordell. Yeah, yeah. Cordell Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Joel Klatt. And right. Shooter and threw more yards than any of them. It's unbelievable. We'll go ahead on, on the high school. I, I'm going to do you one better. Right now, like right now, it's one game, I get it, or two for USC and a few others. Those two should be the front runners. Oh, stop. Okay, no, just go to no, the I'm Caleb now. Hold on. Don't you I'm dare. I'm going to get to no. – oh, Let's get to Caleb because I got some yeah. stuff for Caleb. And what? Caleb's uh, been great. Before, before uh. we go to Caleb, can we just sit on Travis You want to give the numbers? Well, yeah, here's the Travis Hunter numbers. To me, it seems like a parallel argument to uh, Otani as MVP. It's like, guys, Thank you. however you are good you are on offense, I also play defense. I played 145 snaps. And I know I was talking to uh, Josh Grounded the tape 
Yeah. He's like, some people have the snaps less because you don't count it. If there's a penalty, this kind of the snap doesn't right. count. But those are like plays playable on the field. plays. He was played for 145 snaps. It's pretty good. Made okay. arguably, as Nick said, the game-winning interception, saving interception. Had some huge catches offensive. I, I feel like, like I love seeing history and just great historic performances. And I know it's eating him up. Because it's eating me up a little that he dropped that diving catch in the end zone. And that's the thing for, Sh- for uh, Shakur, the quarterback. Sure. He, he could have had... 600 yards passing because mm-hmm. Jimmy Horn Jr. and Travis dropped bombs that were about 45, 50 yards each. Okay, and that's why Nick, and just after this one game, because that's all they've played and Caleb's played too, they should, both of these guys should be ahead of Caleb okay. on okay. the Heisman right. list. Here's why. Okay. All right, Caleb. Can I go there? No, let's do the Caleb read first. Because <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I I know, I don't even want to criticize Caleb. I know, but you're breaking Because he's been just great. Just let Wyatt go. go ahead. Just Caleb Williams. <laughs> then we do a little video. <laughs> Caleb <laughs> Williams <laughs> continues to roll. Nine touchdowns in two games. USC torched Nevada 66-14. Yeah. Still undefeated. Brew, what was your biggest takeaway? <laughs> Who did they, they torch? <laughs> Nevada? Yes. What was Nevada? Two and ten last year in the Mountain West. Okay. Okay. Uh, did San Jose State? Okay, they were seven and five okay. in the Mountain West. Okay. And and Shakur Shadur 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 Sanders threw for five. He threw for almost as many yards. And I get it. It's a blowout, so Caleb's not. You know, they're they're yeah, put off the gas. But he's got okay. less than six hundred yards total. Okay. Shadour threw for 510 okay, yards. Uh, hold on. Against the 17th-ranked team in the land. That's great. I'm fine. Okay. If you want to say, and here's the other thing, okay, Nick. Hold God. on. In the history of the Heisman Trophy. Uh, I know. How many guys have won it twice? I know. It hasn't been to Archie Griffin. Archie Griffin. That's fine. And that was 48 years ago. You can have so this argument. On. All of that's worth I'm it against Taylor. That's fine. I don't care about this year's Heisman Trophy. I will. You know what? You want that argument? There it is. I'll, okay. I'll give it to you. So I don't you care about me. it. Shador and Travis Hunter won two right now I don't care about any of that. That's not the point. The point is what we have seen now for the second consecutive week. And now at this point, I think Caleb, you know, friend of the show, yep. a, a guy that, the, you know, I feel like I know a little bit now. Of course. We had him on the show. Yeah, I was able to, he and I. He's you, trying to claim. Well, well it says like, Caleb Cook. Can you leave somebody? No. You can claim Travis Lawrence when he was okay, in high Trevor school. Lawrence. You're having a hard time with <laughs> first name Trevor. this morning. When Bro, Whitney was a Gatorade Bro, party. We went to a Labor Day barbecue yeah, this morning. I'm, had a couple I'm, of those uh, hard lemonades you love so much. Caleb Williams is playing perfect football. So statistically, he's played perfectly. Yes, and we can show you agree. the numbers. He's literally played perfectly. We did the NFL pass rating because nobody understands how the college pass rating no. works. His college pass rating is like That's 260. Right. And so that more normalizes it. But here's what I actually care about. My friend Caleb Williams, I think, has you know understood friend that he is. I've, I mean, I've had drinks with him at a Drake concert. How about? Well, he wasn't drinking; he's underage. That was, was that's all. Well, that was a giant party during the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he and I were standing there talking about how much fun he had on the show. I, I mean, you're going to question who my friends <laughs> a lot are. Of that was I don't question that, that, that you're friends with day. David Jacoby. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but he is now because Brew is right. The competition is soft. He's now in real time trying out the Mahomes cosplay 
and it's going quite well. Did you see these two plays from the Nevada game? So there's one play. This first play is going to be hard to kind of see because the cameraman assumes this is a throwaway because, of course, you would assume this is a throwaway. And it's like, Nick, why are you showing this? So he avoided the sack. Oh, my. Wait, what? what's happening now? Can we see the end zone angle? Oh, my gosh. I, there's only one player I've seen in my life that can confidently do that. Patrick that's Mahomes. a wild throw. Oh, that's a wild throw. Awesome and it wasn't throw his kick. best play of the game. Can we show the next play? Because the next play was literally a Patrick Mahomes impersonation, and I'll prove it to you. So here's Caleb Williams running around. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then zip! Patrick Mahomes, third start as a pro against the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, Can we like show it to you? Oh, I'm running around. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I guess I'll roll to my right and then zip right there. Can we see them side by side? Oh, because really Caleb time. Patrick Mahomes 2.0 is in real time trying out Patrick Mahomes' own moves. Pretty good. And so that's fine. You know what? I'd like for a lot of people to have Heisman trophies. I know what I'm watching from this kid from USC, and it's one of the most talented quarterback prospects in football history. You know what? If I knew you put that much work into that video, I would have gotten there earlier. Okay. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Bro. It was good. But Bro? I don't think you want to – I told you what 2.0 means. Uh, so, no, okay. it doesn't. We got to go. How about we gotta go? We're Junior. Late. Mahomes Patrick on Chris Mahomes Jones' Junior. contract. The second. Or Peter Mahomes, as Brew calls him. <laughs> <laughs> Next on FS1, Fox Sports. <laughs> Channel on Series 6. My tongue is tied today. Oh, I don't know what's nice. going on. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to an electric show. Chiefs-Lions on Thursday. Chris Jones on your screen, but still not there, which is training camp. Here's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes yesterday. Take a listen. I can't tell you that. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what his, you know, what his agenda is or when he's coming or not coming. We've talked about your contract a lot. Was there ever an expectation or thought that maybe other people might do the same as far as trying to keep the whole group together and figuring out ways to do that? Um, I mean, I know how special it is here, um, and I know how special of a thing we got going. Um, and so, um, like, I, I never try to stay. I stay out of contract stuff, um, but I, I know uh, I'm lucky to be in this place, and I want to go out there and win as many championships as I can. Okay. Nick, how do you see this playing out? Well, I, so I can I, – I rarely don this hat, but I will put on my journalism reporter hat for wow. just a moment. I borrowed one of the many brew keeps in his office. I hope okay. he doesn't mind. There is so I can have that. I can I guess report a few things that I know to be true. I know that this the Chris not being there at this point is very surprising to <laughs> Kansas City. I know that right now the difference is Seven and a half million, or I'm sorry, nine and a half million bucks over oh. two years. 
So right, oh, so over two, over two years. So not even. So so okay. yeah. So so about Chris has Chris has on the table a two-year fully guaranteed extension that's twenty-seven point two five million a year. So two years for fifty-four point <clears> five million that would be tacked on to the end of this deal. Chris wants two years, sixty-four million, which is thirty-two million a year. Aaron Donald obviously makes thirty-one point seven million a year. Set the new standard, and that's. The, the well, so the I'm better I'm, than this guy. I'm not. Getting I'm not a little bit more. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not fair. And I the I the Chiefs feel this is not an instance of we are asking for a team friendly deal or a discount or anything like that because Quinnen the market is Je- Jeffrey Simmons is at twenty three point five. Quinnen Williams just got his new deals at twenty four, mm-hmm. and they're offering over twenty seven. <coughs> And Aaron Donald's deal is an outlier. It is. And the Chris feels like I'm the best in the league. I so I want that deal. So I I think this is like at this point, they, there is an element of not sure where we go. Mm-hmm. And so I that, I mean that's where we're at. And I don't know what the answer is. I think it has surprised people that. There's, it's now game, like practices, because the Chiefs game's on Thursday. Practices started, and he wasn't there. And so I'm not sure. I'm not sure where this goes, but that's where we're at right Ooh-wee. now. Mm. So, yeah. So, Greg, what's your reaction on, I haven't gone through an NFL contract negotiation, but it feels like we had this conversation with Lamar, too, where people were pointing at Deshaun Watson's contract, and it was always like, well, that's an outlier. That's Put that point. one over here. Let's just focus over here. How do you think that plays in your how good you are, how good you think everybody else is, and where you fall on that scale? Players don't see the outliers. Players, you either feel like you're the best mm-hmm. and you should be paid accordingly, or it's you fall into the slot that you're at, period, point blank. And right now, Chris Jones feels like he's the best. And he is. It, he, he definitely is. Aaron Donald is one of the greatest players ever, but right now, right. this moment, Chris, Chris Jones is the best. He really he's the is. Best. When I look at this situation, and if I'm if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, the last thing I want is for someone who is not present to become a distraction. Mm-hmm. Because their goals, what they have on the table, it's not just winning opening night. This is long term. This is are we are we good enough? Do we have the talent and the personnel to repeat? We have not seen a repeat done since the Patriots. In almost twenty years. Almost twenty years. This is an opportunity that they all have on the table, and we've we heard it from Travis Kelsey on his podcast, yeah. kind of alluding, appealing to Chris Jones. Yeah. Chris, man, I don't know what's going on. Come and he was being like, genuine. He when, was being very genuine. I love you, and, and I don't know what's happening. Like, and, and the fact that he said, I don't know what's happening, it's, it, it gives me a sense of they're talking to their players like, look, we're trying to get this done. They're informing them. When you listen, look at Andy Reid and how he responds to this question. He's ag- agitated about it. Naturally, I don't want to be discussing this because I got 53 guys that are going, 45 guys that are going to dress that I got to prepare for a game that's in a few and, days. And, and, but, and i throw it right to you, Brew. I just want to make one, the because I'm not sure if I said this part of it. The, the offer, the two years for 54 plus million dollars is a fully guaranteed Guaranteed offer, so it's no funny money. It is, it, but the, it is really a difference of we we think the Chiefs feel like they are splitting the difference between Quinnen Williams and Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. and Chris doesn't, and so like that's where they're at. And so it is. This is the one thing that I'm trying to make clear. This is not an instance of 
Mahomes took less, Travis took less, take less. They don't feel like they're asking him to take less. They, they don't. But the, he, he does. does. Correct. No, no, And no, he's correct. saying, like, one reason, like, Donald being an outlier. Obviously, he's one of the greatest ever. But also, it was they won that Super they Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. So, Chris is saying, I've helped us win two Super Bowls. Yes. You know, so why? I don't want to hear the outlier yeah. talk. This is a distraction. You know I'm the king of vibes. It's a bad vibes. And I'm not trying to be funny. Like, they, for several reasons. One, as you said, I think Mahomes and Andy Reid – showed, like, I don't want to be answering questions Correct. about this all the time. All right, and who knows what other players and, in the locker rooms are being asked about And it. it should be, yes, they're preparing for the Lions. It also should be a bit of a celebratory. Yeah. They're dropping a banner. They're yeah. the defending champs. You know what I mean? So go, go Absolutely. Ahead. And Andy, and I I've, obviously I know, I, I believe Andy Reid loves Chris Jones and all that. But his answers, while they might be good, solid coach speak, it comes off as a, a little dismissive of him, you know, like like we can move on, we'll be fine, you know. And some people might start to highlight that. Secondly, two of your, your best two players, mm-hmm. Kelsey and Mahomes, we know are taking less money. And now the third member of their trinity doesn't want to do it. He's bucking the system and saying, no, I want to get mine. I think other players in the locker room could be looking at it saying, isn't this like Pat and Travis took less money and Patrick might be thinking this is why I took the, less money so we could keep correct. all our and, guys. And, and you've seen how many have left. Correct. Clark, They've already traded. Frank Clark they, and Tyreek and Orlando. And, yeah. the, well, Frank Clark, I think, is a different situation because they weren't trying to extend Frank. Yes. But they were tried to extend Orlando, didn't get done, and they Tyreek wanted 30 minutes, oh. so they moved on from him. There's one other part of this I want to say before we move Go. on to the yeah. Chiefs' schedule. Uh, or a week one opponent, I should say. The I, this is where, and I want to be very, everybody knows, obviously, I'm a Chiefs fan. Obviously, I would love for Chris Jones to be there. I also adore the player, know the man, have massive respect for him, and want him to get what is fair and what he deserves. So I'm not trying to ask anybody to take less money. I do wonder if right now it's become more about principle than dollars. Because, we, again, we are talking about a difference of $9.5 bucks. If he misses, he's talked about right. missing seven weeks. Right. Yep. That's, That's more than nine million. And if it is, well, I'm going to miss those seven weeks and then play out my deal and become a free agent in the franchise tag, we'll see what happens. But then there is the massive risk of if he gets, for any of these guys, if you get hurt, that money's not there. And so right. it is, I do wonder if this, I know his, you know, his agent, Chris is his biggest client by a mile. I think his second best client's T.Y. Hilton. So this is his big guy. And I do wonder if it has become more about standing on principle than, wait, am I actually going to, even if I get what I want, am I going to end up costing myself money? And if this is about money, which is a weird spot. So let's talk about the Lions. If if they're gridlocked and something needs to break it, you got Jared Goff on Thursday, and I know you don't want to entertain it. Mahomes is 5-0 and and scores 5,000 points. 37.8. 37.8. Greg, could you see if Jared Goff, this is him without facing pressure, he's pretty good. If the Lions win or if Jared Goff has a massive game and the Chiefs squeak out a win, do you think that could switch the negotiations or give Chris Jones some leverage back in his favor? I don't know if it switches the negotiations. So I, I just got to, from a player's perspective, like Chris Jones right now 
He, if, if he, let's just say he doesn't dress. He's, he doesn't sign. He doesn't get this contract done. And he watches his team on Thursday like we all will. He would want them to win. But where guys are selfish, and I know there are going to be some clapback, guys don't want their team to lose, but you don't want your position to thrive. Right. There he so want to win a shootout. You, you absolutely. He would want them to 42 He, he wants to feel like you missed me. Right. Yeah. That's right. the way and, things shift. How that defensive interior line looks, if they can't get pressure on golf, which the Detroit Lions have a really good offensive line, you're dealing with a pocket right. passer. You need pressure well, up front. It, it so all these things will equate to, man, we could have used Chris. And it should be noted, 30 years ago, the Dallas Cowboys defending champs, Emmett Smith held out the first two games. They went 0-2. He got his money. They went back and won the yeah, Super Bowl. Right. And he proved his leverage. Where I think the Chiefs are in a – strong position in this regard is the first three games, Detroit, Jacksonville, Chicago, are against two objectively bad defenses in Detroit and Chicago, yeah. and one, I think, uh, secondary that can get got in Jacksonville. And if Patrick Mahomes has to, for a month against those teams, put Light a cape on and average 35 points per game, I think he will do exactly that. Now, you have the Jets and Minnesota and, you know, then some divisional games after that. That's a different story. But I think that as great as Chris Jones is, I think if he's not there for the month of September, the month of September ends with the Chiefs 3-0 and averaging 35 a game. Rue, can I make a confession? One time when I got benched in my rec basketball league, I rooted for my substitute to miss shots. <laughs> I did. I hope we won. But I, like, I really did, Greg. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Apology time on First Things First. Uh, here's what the greatest coach of all time said about his quarterback on the Greg Hill Show. Shout out to Mark Daniels for the transcription. Max had a really solid spring in camp out there every day ready to go. <clears throat> I want to focus on this part, Greg. He's in outstanding physical condition, and I would say he made a lot of improvement. Wow. I'm looking forward to this season here with Mac. A little like retroactive body shaming, huh? Like he, no. He got, because, I got in shape. <laughs> Mr. All-Natural Minnesota, was Greg second Jennings. Place. Dane. No, he Dane won it. Won. No, first. no, Dane. He dethroned Dane. Oh, okay. A few years ago. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so that was that was, that was 2021. That was, wow. Pre-pandemic. Yes. Yeah. That, yes. I keep. Dusty, can we roll the workout video that Greg mocked? 
No, please. And it turns out this stuff works, Greg. Maybe you want to incorporate. Whoa, look at him go. That works, Greg. Bill Belichick says he's in outstanding physical condition. I would say he made of a lot of improvement. That works. Sweaty armpits and all. Put a little ball between your legs or whatever it is. A little yoga foam roller thing. Uh, and then in all seriousness, Greg, just not that that's not serious. Wheels. Thank you, Brew. Passer rating, uh, year two versus year three as a starter. Uh, Josh Allen went up as all AFC East. What are we doing? What are you, this is straight facts. I do a little bit of fun and a little bit of facts. <laughs> a little bit of sugar, a little bit of medicine. Mac Jones, year three coming up. Josh Allen went up. Tua went up. Aaron Rodgers actually went down, but he did win the Super Bowl. So, Greg, this is a real thing. You don't have to talk about Mac Jones' workout. All those guys went up rookie year to year two as well, except for Mac. Right? Well, did they have a defensive coordinator? Okay, call? sorry. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. Sorry. I should, I'll should. let you. It's not all I'm parallel. Sorry. Greg, are you expecting a big year from Mac Jones, considering that graphic says it's basically a guarantee? No. Gosh darn it. Uh, but I am expecting him to stabilize some things. Like exactly, it's like exactly. Trying trying to put butts in the seats. That's exactly. Look, that's all I got for you. Look, I think that he's (laughs) going to have a more consistent year. Is it going to be enough? No, it's not. When you look at the landscape of that division, he's still the worst quarterback in that division. So I can't naturally. It's a. We all sit at this table and we understand the one thing that's important. You got to have a quarterback to have a chance. The Patriots have one of the worst. I'm sorry, Wilds. They're just all He's, quarterbacks. When you don't have anything else to say about an individual, you say a couple things that sound like this. Man, he's a great guy. Or you say, man, boy, he looks good. <laughs> That's what we're hearing from Bill Belichick. What do you want him to say? You, you tend to hear guys say, he's in the best shape of his life. You don't. You don't hear them say, when you know you got a guy that's going to ball out, you say, yeah, he's, he's ready this year. He's going he's gonna to be special for us. He's going to put us in position to where we can win games. You speak Josh, that if, type of wow. ever said that. <laughs> wow. Just saying. I, here's, can I just say them real quick? Because I want to – I semi-believe a little bit. I semi-believe in the Patriots. Thank you. I don't think they're finished yeah, last. there. In the division. You believe in him to finish third. That, is that believing in him? Well, make semi. He doesn't believe they make the playoffs? I, I think they can. I'm not picking them. I didn't pick them to make the playoffs. I, listen, I, I do like some things they've done. I love the kid they drafted, the corner, Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, the... I, I, Bill wants to win 20 to 17 every week. And he got, I, I, he wanted to do that last year, which is why he thought he could have a defensive coordinator as an offensive coordinator. And the why he got, reason he got mad at Mac was because Mac was throwing the ball to the other team. Like that's what happened last year. And then he stopped throwing the ball to the other team. And now he, you know, it has the job in full. Greg is correct that it is very rare for the consensus worst quarterback in the division to win the division. I understand. Wild. Not the consensus worst. Who's he better than? No, no, no. He is the consensus. He's better than Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know what? He's thrown for 300 yards more recently than Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you that much. Been over a year and a half calendar year. What do you think the Patriots All brown hair last time Aaron Rodgers threw for 300 yards. Might be a great ceiling. There's the Patriots ceiling this year. Ceiling. Third best in the division, but no you, playoffs. That's the ceiling. But so, I got them finishing last. No, but you. So you don't think it's possible that this team that went eight and nine last year could go ten and seven? So no. I, I do think that. I think I think they can get to ten. They and you can make the playoffs yeah, at ten. That Thank as you. as a ceiling. I, I don't think they're making the playoffs. As a ceiling. Ceiling. Can, bro, yeah, it's a game. I can see that. Ceiling. <laughs> ceiling. I mean. Yeah. 
It's head. not realistic. <laughs> I, a ceiling is realistic. Is a ceiling realistic? If they didn't brew, if it's they the didn't ceiling. have the worst play in NFL history last year, they would have been 9-8. And Mac was well, terrible, that, and they had no. We would have gone overtime. We could have still. The division, <laughs> the division wasn't as good last year. Okay. I'm sorry, Wilds. I'm sorry. The division was pretty damn good last year. I, I was gonna say, yeah, but not as good as it is this year. Who says? Me. Because Aaron Rodgers out here. Yeah. At the US yeah. Open. He's only a future Hall of Famer. You you talk about Aaron Rodgers like he's Andy Dalton. See? Interesting parallel. No, look, I, I, was, I was glad to see Belichick saying something nice about him. I really was. Okay. That was nice, but no, you got there no you chance. Go. Quickly, if people were worried about Juju Smith-Schuster's knee, and then we'll go to break, this is the quote. I don't think my knee is a ticking time bomb. Okay, so that's good. <laughs> what? That's, what <laughs> that's the quote. <laughs> if anything, it's something that's getting stronger every day. It's not a ticking time bomb. Yeah. It's not just going to explode on the it field. It doesn't sound great. Wow. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't think my knee is a Hits one in the air, looks back, it goes! Harper, the swing of his life! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep, Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody, not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress, I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So, as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Super fast, no huddle here. Cowboys have signed right tackle Terrence Steele to a five-year extension. Been a busy offseason for the Cowboys <clears throat> front office. Martin got signed, Steele got signed. Uh, Trayvon Diggs got signed. Hooker got signed. How much pressure is on the Cowboys this year? Greg, you missed prediction week, but Nick has them going all the way to the Super Bowl. So we'll start with you, Greg. Mm. Uh, A tremendous amount of pressure. But this is the same amount of pressure that they put on themselves every single year. Jerry Jones starts it, and then the players run with it. We hear Micah Parsons talking about, I want to win a Super Bowl, or I will win a Super Bowl. We hear Dak Prescott talking about his weapons that he has, but yet he's throwing the ball to other opponents. Thank you. there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure because they're in their minds, especially offensively, they've moved out what we would like to believe that they were making excuses for, or that was their excuse. Meaning Kellen Moore, you know what? No more Kellen Moore. Mike McCarthy, I'm going to call the players. I'm going to get my hands dirty now. So this is going to look different now. Well, the expectation when you start to be a little bit more hands on is that it better look different. Dak Prescott better improve. Because he, even though he's under contract, you're paying all these other guys. You obviously have C.D. Lamb. You got Micah Parsons that are going to come up. You have a quarterback that needs to prove that he can remain the, the guy under center mm. for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. So not only are you, you putting pressure to win, you got your quarterback who's ha- under pressure to remain that guy under oh. center and Mike McCarthy to remain your head coach. Wow. Hot seat. Greg didn't want to say it because it would have meant admitting I'm right. <laughs> but he was SBOB. Super Bowl or bust. Super Bowl or bust. You gotta, That's oh what it is for the Cowboys. So, yeah, there's pre- – you, you didn't want to give me my props. It's excellent. Because you said it, right? Micah said it. Dak said it. Jerry says it. SBOB. SBOB. I, I like it. Here's the, and here's more why. Because, obviously, your Cowboys, that's a, uh, every year there's that pressure. There's no excuse. 
The conference is that is correct. Is pretty weak. I mean, you know, obviously as San Fran and Philly are great. Is that is correct? <laughs> SBOB is great. That's how it works. Now we're in the social media age. You you you, you have to do use things. acronyms. What do you call it? Acronym. Limit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but anyway, there's no excuse because the, the the conference that isn't that part's great, correct, bro. right? You got a great defense. You got some really good receivers. But, you got a great run game. You got a great O line. The question is, is that good enough? So I I agree with. The, Everything you said at the after the SBOB nonsense, <laughs> um, but That's this great. we're using this right tackle extension as a way to ask this question. Mm-hmm. I, if I may, just for a moment, talk about the right tackle extension. Sure. This is what I'm talking about when I when after the Trey Lance trade, I said, Cowboys are well run team. This is a well run. This is a good contract. This is a smart deal. This is retaining your own core guys before they hit free agency, before they before you can lose them. This is like the Cowboys consistently, if you were to remove the Jerry Jones press conferences, we would say they're one of the most buttoned-up, well-run teams in the league. No. We, Brew. They, How much more did they end up paying Dak than they what, had to? Brew, would have had to. I, I reject the premise. What do you Why? mean Then they would have had to? If Dak, they had signed him earlier when we were the, first talking about his contract, the, I'm talking about years ago, they I, wouldn't have, wouldn't they pay him last year, like $75 million? The, no, no, no. Like that? Dak, Dak got a four-year $160 million deal. Dak got as you, the same you deal. Got him it's the less. same deal Daniel Jones is under right now. So I think they did okay. They like could have gotten they, so much less. Okay, all right, listen, if we want to say. Had they done it earlier. The, okay, may, maybe. Amari Cooper, the, gone. The, may, the I just don't think they're. You not, don't think they're what? I think they're. Are, they're do they draft they're really well? well. Run, yes. Did they, they have a great offseason in getting Brooks uh, and Gilmore via free agency? No, I'm not do they saying they don't their make some good moves, right. but they're they also well make team. a lot of mistakes what? too. Okay, I I would like to know the mistakes post Amari Cooper. The, that, I, was I, that I don't a think mistake? that was. A, I I understand why they did it, and I don't think it hurt them last year. All right, we got to move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You right? I'd rather not. Okay. Oh. We don't need this thing every we time. We do every time. Peter we King has the put buglers? <laughs> Nick in a real bind by picking Jacksonville to go 13-4 and win the AFC. Well, or become being not one win seat. the AFC. Get to have the one seed. Yeah. You know, you read the article. <laughs> yeah. His Monday morning you quarterback should. article. He cites Jacksonville's easy schedule, Casey's new weapons, and it's just too hot for you guys. Well, Jags yeah. host Casey in Northeast Florida at I 1 mean. p.m. September 17th, where there's a chance it'll be 98 degrees. Real feel. You know, when I was growing up, real feel didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. It was just what, it, what, the temperature. what the temperature is. <laughs> oh, real feel. And the visitors, hold on to the quote, yeah. set a team record for IVs. Listen. That's an odd one. It's like kind of like I, you guys aren't Yeah, I get it. Strong, so listen, I guess, I, the, here's the thing. You're, gonna, you're trying to twist this. Twist you're trying to make this a negative thing. Now. I'm not going to let you make it a negative thing. Peter King is the Chiefs and Jags both finishing 13-4, and four, and the Jags in the one seed because they won the head-to-head they matchup. The well, that's what he's saying, yeah. because the Chiefs are going to be swept or something. That's not the point. The point is, two months ago, I told you guys that the Jags could be a 13-win team. And every single one this is, of no, you, you no, on this, us this fun of you. panel, Ty, every single... Is, we make fun of you this segment. You why? Turn it Why? Because America's most trusted 
beloved, long-standing football voice says the Jags are going to go 13-4. Oh, joke's on Nick, the prince that was promised. Peyton Manning 2.0 is going to win 13 than games. than the Chiefs. No, he, Anyone else says anything about the Chiefs, their head goes on the board. Well, I'll be honest with you. We have a Peter King headshot printout that I was going to put on the board, but I decided I wanted to go this direction <laughs> instead. Shout out to the prince that was promised, and shout out to me for having it before no, Peter King. not shout out to you. What do you mean? Not shout out to you. What? You're supposed to be being made fun of this block. Well, shout out to you. Out. You lose. It backfired. Coming up next, talking about Colorado. Does Greg believe in Coach Prime next? Bruce, Bruce had hot Jacksonville takes. He didn't even get well, to Well, I had a real take. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Dion and the Buffaloes went into TCU. Announced they were for real. Rolled the Horn Frogs 45-42. Dion Brew is keeping receipts. Take a listen. You believe that? You you hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh no. Do you believe that? Huh? Oh no, no, no. I ran through that bull junk you wrote down. I ran through that. I sifted through all that. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. Do you believe? Brew, do you believe? Well, here's what I believe. I believe that he has already turned that program around. I'm not ready to predict a Pac-12 championship or a playoff appearance, but in short order, incredibly short order, he's already made them like a legitimate top program. You know, not Alabama and all that yet, but – they're like a legit program. They were 1-11 last year, and they haven't been good in a long time. And he's changed all that right away. And, Greg, he's special. Like, I think every now and then, again, we see some special athletes for what they can do away from the game. All right? And I, I know he was a special athlete, obviously, not just in football, but baseball, too. But a Muhammad Ali, right? Even to some degree, like a Charles Barkley, yeah. you know? Um, I, I think of LeBron James for what he does off the court and all that stuff. And Dion with his strength of personality, the joy he exudes. I mean, you can't really help. Yes, he comes off sometimes as arrogant and all that. But you can't really help but like him, yep. you know, when you see him and you're around him. And the confidence he engenders in his players. And, Greg, we always say – most great players don't turn out to be great coaches mm-hmm. or even talent evaluators. You're always talking yeah. about Jordan, Michael Jordan. And this dude is an exception because he went 27 and six at Jackson state where they had had a lose and not hadn't had a winning season in six years before he got there. Turns it around right away. Now he does this at Colorado. He, his knowledge of the game, his recruiting ability, his motivational uh, ability and his coaching ability is all top of the line, just like his athletic ability as a player. So I, I believe in Dion. I believe in their quarterback, his son, and I believe in Travis Hunter. And they they're they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the Pac-12. Yeah, I believe I believe in Dion. I do. Uh, and a large part of why he's successful is because he's never completely removed himself from being hands-on. Like mm-hmm. there's a difference from coaching. 
from a distance and being at a desk and watching film and trying to assess guys. But when you decide to coach and you're actually on the field with these young men at a young age and you're able to watch them progress and naturally take these steps, you understand what you're getting. You understand what you're getting, not only as an athlete, but as a mentality type of an individual. And so for that, He's knocking it out the park when it comes to skill positions right now. Now you look at the interior, it's going to be rough. Both offensive line, defense, it's going to be rough. And he alluded to that earlier today on Undisputed. But I can't help but to believe in him when it's worked. Well, listen, Colorado was 1-11 last year. Their projected Vegas total for wins this year was 3.5. They were 21-point underdogs. They... Every other ranked team that played an unranked team this weekend won, and the average margin of victory was right around 30 points. Mm. TCU Mm. was a 21-point favorite, which really, if you follow kind of the sharp betting lines, it was really a 24-point favorite, but there was so much public money on Colorado because people were so excited. Mm -hmm. It was bet, you know, the the bookmakers thought they'd give you a square line, and then Colorado wins outright. So that's what he did as far as... And I understand it's a totally different team than he had at Colorado last year, but that's because he's there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and so, but here's the question that I would like to just propose here. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, Deion Sanders becomes a great college coach. He's, he's he had a great start, but he, you know what I mean? Let's yep. say Deion Sanders stays with college coaching for next 10 years and becomes a great coach, unquestionably. Who are the people who are on his level of a 40-year run in sports, in history. This guy, one of the greatest college athletes we have ever seen, the greatest unquestioned in the history of his position, winning championships with multiple franchises, maybe the greatest on his side of the ball. I know Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White, but Deion's in that argument. Mm -hmm. He, while doing that, was the best punt returner of his era, and played a little receiver, and had a side job for a decade playing another sport professionally Mm -hmm. at a high level. To then become a great coach, Ditka was one of the greatest tight ends ever, became a great coach. Jerry West, one of the greatest players ever, and then a great executive. But their playing careers didn't include, it's not like Ditka also, by the way, you know, occasionally finished top five at the U.S. Open. Like, you know what I mean? The, 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 and so they, they didn't have a side gig that's right there. Like, as far as what his American sports life already has been is one of a kind. And if he adds, yeah, I picked up coaching. And because of the power of my personality, plus obviously a football, you know, right. I understands the game. Mm-hmm. The, but I can get even at, you know, into my 50s, or yeah, yep. maybe yeah, 50s, yep. late Close 50s. 60, yeah. Right. I can get, I, young people, the power of my cool and my yep. personality and all of yep. it, get young people to follow me. That's a, that's a hell of a, that's well life. said, Nick. And here's something else. And you generally don't hear his name mentioned in this discussion because there's a lot of ways you can de- de- define athlete. He's one of the greatest, greatest athletes, athletes ever. ever. Like Period. arguably the greatest. I'm convinced he. What? No, yeah. but Bo Jackson didn't got hurt and didn't. We didn't see it. 
And I'm convinced that Dion would have been a Hall of Fame baseball player had he just focused on it. He hit 533 in the World Series. And and it obviously he was great at football. Like he's one of the all he might be the greatest athlete. I mean, like seen. I guess my point is just quickly before we move on. If Steph Curry ended up because Steph Curry, the basketball player, and Deion Sanders, the football player, mm-hmm. I mean, they're both, you know what I mean, on some comps, people's round. Right. Rushmore's their comps. Yeah. If Steph Curry Starts has a decade in P- of the PGA tour yeah. where he's pretty decent and then takes over college basketball programs and turns them around. We're like, I mean, that's what we're seeing. Like that is, and it's it's totally remarkable. Quickly, Greg, to talk about Travis Hunter. A lot of it, I think, is based on Dion playing both ways. Travis Hunter played 150 some odd snaps. Other than fatigue, uh, what are the challenges of pulling this off? Can he do it the whole year? I'm asking a lot of questions. Can we see other guys start to do it? Dion was on. Um, uh, undisputed this morning, he said, I'm going to go out and get more guys like that. And I'm not quite sure if he was talking about recruiting next year or trying to challenge other guys on the current roster to do it. But what was your take on Travis Hunter playing both ways for the whole game? It's not many players I can do that. It, look, it, every, all of us believe that we can do it. But at that level that he's doing it on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. being an impact player in a must-have on the field or at receiver as well as cornerback, you, you just don't see guys that can do it at that high of a level. And the fact that Dion trusts him, this is how I know he trusts him. Because on Undisputed, he said, you know what? I don't need him to practice until Wednesday. I, I, I don't want him to touch the field. You get your rest. But on game day, I know he's going to bring it. Like, that's the type of mentality he has and trust that he has in this young man. But also, Dion is the only one that can really speak to that. Because he did it. He lived it. Right. So for me, it's other coaches aren't willing to sacrifice what you do well to get a little bit of it on the other side of the ball. I think it's fascinating. It's like if Otani became a coach, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you want to pitch? <laughs> like, okay. Like it's a, a total game changer. Uh, all right, moving on to Caleb Williams. He continues to roll. Leads uh, Heisman favorite. Back-to-back, nine touchdowns in two games. USC torched Nevada. Bruce, no fan of Nevada's program. Still undefeated. Two and ten in the Mountain well, West last year. I should right. be a fan. Here, no. How about this? Uh, has Caleb Williams played perfect football? He's been great. He's <laughs> has he played perfect? He's been, has he played perfect? It's hard so, to be perfect, but he's close. He's, we can show he's you the number. He's close. Um, he's been perfect. And by the way, keep in mind he's doing this despite the fact that he's played two minutes of a fourth quarter, and this most recent game he played two minutes into the four minutes into the third quarter. So when the game is this easy, and when you are this great, and when you are Patrick Mahomes 2.0, you know all that's left, Greg. Starting to try to. Who was your favorite receiver growing up? Who was it? Uh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. And when you were, like, you know, in high school or something, you were so much better than everyone, did you occasionally be like, let me try out some Jerry Rice stuff? You told me you did. I know you did. So now, Caleb Williams is trying out some Patrick Mahomes stuff. Is that what we're seeing? Oh, oh, well, let me show you. Let me show you, Greg, and I'm going to convince you, my friend. So this right here, you might say, why are we showing an incompletion? Oh, because he escaped the pocket and threw it away? A lot of guys can do that. Uh, end zone cam, please. Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Show it to me because, no, what happened? Hold on. Was this like the Mahomes jump out of bounds indefensible play while I was talking about? Because that's completed. That's now, it's a hell of a catch, but it's a perfect play. throw. Now, there's more. Let's show you a play that you might say, wait, 
When did the Chiefs ever wear those colors? And the answer is they didn't. Somewhat similar a little bit, but not quite. But you're like, gosh, I swear I've zing, seen this before. And I take you to the first month of Patrick Mahomes as a starting quarterback against the San Francisco 49ers. You see him, uh-oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to run around and then same spot in the end. Zing! Can we see him side by side, Greg? Because I think they're somewhat identical and it's like it's like Caleb's getting bored out there so he's like let me pull out the Mahomes play against the Niners your thoughts Greg it's impressive oh, yeah, it <laughs> look I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say this like his arm strength as impressive as we talk about guys arm strength like Caleb Williams when he throws the ball it pops like and I, I don't know if viewers understand what I'm saying like as a receiver when a quarterback throws the ball it feels different it comes off different there's a different level of thrower when you're under center and Caleb Williams is a different level like almost not seen even Patrick Mahomes when you look at those throws he has a different type of velocity that's coming off of that ball in a quick release when you put all those things together and he can escape and elude tacklers like a Lamar Jackson and he's accurate and he like, there is nothing, literally nothing, that we haven't seen him do. One of the five best quarterbacks alive. We haven't seen yeah. – there's nothing that, that, that we haven't seen That's where you go overboard. Why? I, I'm with Greg with everything he said. He says he's one of the five best quarterbacks alive. Yeah. Now, if he goes to Arizona next year, let's say they're horrible, yeah. they can trade Kyler, yeah. and they get Caleb Williams. Yeah. Are we expecting them to be good? In two years. No. If he's one years. of the five best quarterbacks alive, they should be in the playoffs that year. Is Lamar one of the five best quarterbacks alive? Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. Two years ago. He's the been hurt. They, 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 he's been hurt. They, 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 missed five look, games look each of the last two years. I'm oh, okay. stop. Don't Caleb you dare. Look at don't you dare. We can't pull Go, up Kyler's college team. You don't think that's impressive? Thank you. Kyler Murray wasn't phenomenal in college. He's six inches taller than Kyler Murray. And are you kidding me? All I'm saying, he's not a top five quarterback right now. Now, it's, Team Oh no. It's Mahomes Mountain tomorrow at four o'clock. I almost went right to Team USA. Speaking of great Americans, there's Patrick Mahomes right there. <laughs> Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, it's going to be He's excellent. never lost to Lithuania. No, that's that true. Uh, Team USA lost to Lithuania yesterday, 110-104. First loss in this tournament. Anthony Edwards had 35, but we were thoroughly outshot and out-rebounded. We play Italy tomorrow, and we have qualified for the Paris Olympics. Look at Anthony Edwards, so sad. Buddy, you had 35 points. Don't worry about it. Rebounds way off through the three-pointers. I was going to have Josh add something to that. Lithuania made several get out of here three-pointers, which I think skewed the numbers. Oh, when I made they that point, out of here. When I made that point about the Nuggets away. against the Lakers in the conference finals, you made fun of me. What did you call it? You called it a close sweep, I think. No, I did not. And he said everything but close sweep. Okay. Well, look, we could still win the tournament. Yep. But we're among the favorites, right? We're not the absolute favorite. Lithuania obviously could beat us. Yep. Canada, which has several NBA players. Canada's probably the favorite. Slovenia, 
With Luca, we're not losing I mean, to they Slovenia. Just, they got Luca, the one man squad. He's one great man. Uh, Serbia and Germany. <laughs> Germany already gave us all we wanted the first time. Uh, Wagner, I gotta give you credit. Yeah, of course, your man Mo Wagner. Yeah. You think he's one of the top fifty players in the league? He play, He's been playing like that. So go far. ahead. <laughs> Here's this is the bigger take. This is what really was ringing in my mind as I was watching this, and then I felt this way before this game, but still, it really highlighted it. When Noah Lyles, the sprinter, the American sprinter, said that the NBA champion isn't the world champion, all the players, you know, most of uh, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, they ripped them to shreds. And I do believe the NBA is the best league in the world. We have the best players from all the best other countries, all right? However, to Noah Lyles is right, and we are seeing – no – Look, I, decades ago, even 10 years ago, to say we were the world champion, it wasn't even a discussion because we were so much better than everybody else. We're not so much better than everybody else anymore. The M- last five MVPs have been from international countries. I know they play in the NBA, but all I'm saying is a true world the, – the world has gotten close enough. Right, but you don't think the Denver Nuggets would win this tournament? Can I, can I finish? Okay, Not sorry. this tournament. Here's what I'm saying. Well, this a true, we would. A the true, Denver Nuggets would win this tournament. Of course, of course they would. A true world champion. We are getting to the point in basketball where we could really have a true world champion. And what that would mean is the winning team, Denver last year, from every top league in the world, after you win your league, you a play a league? tournament, a world championship. They, and I and, and look, oh, really? I think, I think we will win more often than not, but I do think there will be years we Wait, could lose. We, what we, evidence do we need? Bro, hold on. We're not just talking about the American It's not even a surprise numbers, right? anymore when we lose this in is international not the, play. The NBA it's not Denver. I get that. <laughs> Lithuania has, what, 3 million people? Something like that? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, Josh, we got more than that. Okay, Look on that, Josh. Right, I, I, hope I hope I'm in the ballpark. Nonsense. Real quick. How is this? Not, like, because, the, because if we were actually, first of all, it's not the Nuggets, the team that's played together all less year. Less than 3 million the, people. But less than 3 million yes, people. And they beat us. But hold on. There's more people in that in Chicago. But if we also, if we really want, if this mattered, wait a second. There is one guy on this team that would actually make the team. There is one guy playing for Team USA. Ooh, Anthony Edwards. That's it. If it. So you tell me. I'm just curious. That, really but but we lost hold on. with our best. No, hold on. Once in the Olympics forever ago when we they wouldn't still, play. We were getting destroyed in hold the on. little things hold, leading hold up on, to hold the Olympics. Hold on a second. The team would be, and I think we would agree, a starting lineup of Steph, Booker, LeBron, Durant, and Anthony Davis with Some coming off the bench. A lot of Lakers on that squad. But no, no, there's just two. Okay. LeBron, okay. Of the team. Well, okay. Oh, I don't know who you want the starting center to be. I just don't want the Lakers to be. Dame, Tatum, Anthony Edwards, Donovan Mitchell, Bam. You guys are talking about Embiid because he got citizenship. That team would run at, over everybody. Yeah, we, no, they this wouldn't. This team should still no, The Redeem team didn't run over everybody. What? They won, but they didn't run through everybody. Okay. All right. I mean, I, sir, did they? What? No. In 2008? No. no, it was close. 
Yes, that was – Like the world – all I'm saying – I'm not saying the NBA isn't the best league in the world. I'm not saying our champion, Denver, Golden State, whoever – how far you want to go back, wouldn't necessarily win the tournament. I'm just saying for us to be arrogant and act like it's a foregone conclusion that we're automatically the best every year. Wait. It, they, think- the world has shown us time and time ahead. again that they're close. And here's – I want your point on this, Nick, because this is what really sticks in my craw. Evidently. In America, we seem to only be able to play one way. When, when we started getting beat internationally, it was because, oh, we got these big guys and they want to post up and Lithuania and all these other teams are shooting threes and we're trading two for three. Okay? So now we go overboard and all we want to do is shoot threes and we got no big men. We can't post it's up. It's because Josh Hart's on the team and also he's third best player. And those are nice players. But they're J- not I'm the not even talking about have. this team. Well, I'm what? talking about the NBA. What American posts up? Oh, <laughs> I'm serious. Hold on. But Lithuania, Lithuania, which taught us how to shoot threes because they were shooting the lights out. We're trading two for three. They now, what they do yesterday? They posted. They they did both. You can do both. America, coaches, players, you you are allowed to hit three-pointers and post up. They also out-rebounded us. They killed us on the glass. They killed us in the post, and they killed us from three. Wilds, you have to go. I'm tired of America being like, all we can do is shoot threes, or we go back 30 years. All we can do is post up. Wilds, you have to go. I'm trying to help American basketball. Yikes. I'm, I'm on. This is what all I'm saying. Please. When I was watching it, I had a sober thought and kind of a wild thought. The sober thought was, we're too small and we're being out-rebounded. And in the modern NBA or modern basketball, any team that gets hot from three can win. And that's what happened. That's the sober thought. Yeah. The wild thought was, after losing the World Baseball Classic and losing the Women's World Cup, two things we used to dominate we cannot lose this. We have to win. We have to beat Italy. We have to win the gold. I'm not as a country taking three sports losses. It could happen. No Lyles did win, so Noah, shout out to you. Go ahead. You got to take? No, I, we got to go. You got too many Lakers on the team. Too many Lakers yes, on the team? Yes, you already got Austin Reeves. They got, you're Your boy Austin got pummeled yesterday. Former Chiefs. And P- Patriots executive Scott. That, that was too much. Too many jokes, right? <laughs> too, well, too, yeah. I lost Scott Bioli has penned an article on NFL.com with the headline, Kansas City Chiefs uniquely suited to continue dynasty. Continues a lot. Here's why. Humility. Humility. Constant. That's it's true, even though Mahomes just straight up says. Chris Jones is literally demanding to be the highest paid player in well, that's defensive just fairness. history. That's not humility. That's right. Constantly recreating <laughs> themselves, assembling a defense that peaks at the right time. And uh, an correct. efficient run game. That's correct. What you don't have in the Patriots dynasty is ability to let oh, stars who helped go. Build I guess that. You have hey, by the way, who helped build the Patriots dynasty? A lot of people. Oh, but Pioli was, was on one there. of them. Hey, okay, was yeah, one of them of Scott Pioli? Yes. My old pal. He who? only needed two things on there. What? Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Huh? Oh. Well, what then why are you sounding no, the I'm Bible saying. alarms about Chris Jones? I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. Oh, Look, I believe really in Patrick in Mahomes. Right Everybody knows I believe in Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. And Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are the reason they have a chance to be a dynasty. Well, right. And, okay. All right. Yeah. I, once again, you guys are presenting things that I said months ago that someone else is saying and asking my opinion on it. Yes, I agree with this person <laughs> who months later agrees with me that the Chiefs are a dynasty the humi- for a lot the of humility, these reasons. Though? I, I mean, you know I mean, what? 
I believe it or not, believe it or not, believe it or not, I'm not a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. And in fact, what is my New Year's resolution? Less humble. That's Be what less humble. You are and like So, him. yeah. So, yeah. yes. I agree with Peter King that the Jags win 13 games. I agree with Scott Bioli the Chiefs are a dynasty. Peter King said Buffalo's winning the season. Speak is up next. We'll be here tomorrow. It's a great week. Great Football's week. back soon. First things first. Goodbye.